What's going on, golf addicts? It is the John Deere Classic Week 2022. One of the toughest weeks of the year in terms of PGA Tour DFS, but we yes. are here to break it down. DB here, I got Pat with me. We're going to talk about the 9K and 10K range to get it started. But before we do that, as always, we are presented to you by our friends at FantasyNational.com, the place for models, for stats, for lineup optimizers, for lineup builders, for you know head-to-head betting tools, matchup tools, mixed condition models, course history, recent results, recent form, all the things you could ever dream of playing with as toys. You know, if you bet on PGA Tour, you play PGA Tour DFS, all right there for you at Fantasy National. If you go to FantasyNational.com slash TJ, you get 20% off any membership level, weekly, monthly, or annual memberships available. Go ahead and get it. Get in there. You know what I mean? We've been using it for like five years. Good people. All the data is licensed by the PGA Tour. Check it out. FantasyNational.com slash TJ. You get that 20% off. Uh, Pat, I, I guess we got to, before we get to the 9 and 10K range, we got to start with a little bit of gloating by you. Now, this is not the betting show, but we yeah. talk about uh-huh. Xander a good bit. Xander brings home the victory after Sahith just absolutely crumbles. Uh, and you also won the Listener League. Congratulations yes. to you. What a week. First time I've ever won the Listener League. Pretty pumped about that. I did have that entry in the $33 single entry and uh, cashed me a little bit. Cashed me a little bit. Um, cashed me outside. How about that? That, how about that? But that was fun. That was fun to uh, to win the Listener League. And you know what? Deny. Deny people from getting into yeah. the listener, the, the contest. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah. we're going to have a winner. Fair Somebody's going to win. It, it's not going to be one of us. But at least for one week, I denied somebody an opportunity. That's, I, that's what I did. I love that move. I've won the Listener League one time, and I did the same thing. That's the move. That's the move. And if people are wondering what this is, if you're in the Nut Hut, you get a private invite to our Listener League every single week. And at the end of the season, one lucky winner is going to get an all-expenses-paid trip to come play golf in either Augusta with me and Pat or Savannah with me and Pat. A good time. Another reason to be in the nut hut. Uh, so congratulations to you, Pat. It, it, outstanding. Uh, Sam Burns tanked all my lineups last week, and so I was pretty much just watching from the sideline starting on Saturday. So that was a lot of fun. Okay. You know. Let's get to the 9K and above range on DraftKings for the John Deere Classic. Pat, this is uh, this is ugly, man. It's real ugly. Webb oh. Simpson's your top guy at ten six, so I mean, at least DraftKings isn't making you pay like eleven thousand for him. Then you got Adam Hadwin, Sahit Thigala, Jason Day, uh, Denny McCarthy's in there, Mav McNeely. Um, let's see, Charles Howell's in there, and Christian Bezadenhoop is in there. That, that's that's it. That's the nine K and above range on DK. Um, I think the popular build this week in DraftKings is going to be balanced. I, I don't think people are going to love paying for a couple of these guys. I, I think the 8K range is very strong to me. Um, so I predict that the the contrarian build would be to use a few of these guys. So if you were to pick who you like in this range, Pat, who is it? Where are you going? Who's your, who do you think is going to be the chalk? Who's going to be your cash play up here? I mean... To be honest, I I, I kind of want to go co- contrarian to what you just said. Like, I don't really like any of these people up here. Like, I, I think I would rather just. No, that's what I mean. Go, yeah, I think people yeah, are going to want. Like, play I don't want to play anybody really. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like Sahith. Um, I think that you know he's still playing extremely well. I, you know, I I don't think he's gonna. Who knows if he's gonna withdraw? I don't think he is. Um, coming in hot. Definitely a score. So I do like Sahith. 
I like Charles Howell a lot here at 9,300. I think he's he's a good play. He's been playing really well. He checks a lot of boxes. You know, he's second in the field in ball striking. He's 30th in opportunities gained. Um, putts well on bent grass green. So I like Charles. But outside of that, there's just not really – I don't really want to play anybody in here. I, I mean, I, I hate to go against our normal script for the 9K and above range, but I, I don't – I can't sit here and say I've got three guys that I, I'm I'm – convicted about yeah i almost want to just fade the entire range and then go from there and that that's it's, it's kind of like betting i mean in the betting range yeah. like the 25 to 1 to 75 to 1 that's that's Woof. the that's the sweet spot Woof. yeah it's not like you know when you're paying you know when you're and i guess in weeks like this obviously everyone has to remember that you're going to be uncomfortable because you're paying up prices for guys that you're not used to doing that you're not used to doing that but but I think up here in this range, it is tough because, like, you know, to pay for, you know, a, a, a Xander Shoffley or, uh, or even like a Tony Finau or a Sam Burns in, in the 9K and 10K range, the, the difference between a player like that in terms, of their, in terms of their floor and their ceiling is so different than a player even in this field. Like, to me, this field is just so much tighter. Like, the, the talent gap is not really there. Normally, it's a good indication of a, you know, the, the talent gap between the 10K guys and the rest of the field is very clear. But there's really not that much of a talent gap here at all. No. Um, there, there's some recency bias built in maybe with Sahith being priced up here. There's some course history bias with guys like Charles Howell being priced up in this range. But uh, it's just not the same. It's not the same as paying up for some of those big studs uh, in, a, in a regular field, or just like what we saw last week at the, at the Travelers. So it is different. Um, I, I definitely... I find myself wanting to be more balanced, like you said, and that's where I think everybody's going to want to go. So if I had to pick, I agree with you. I like Charles Howell. You know, one of the things I talked about in the course breakdown video, which, by the way, if you're looking for a course breakdown, it's on our YouTube channel. And if you're listening on podcasts, it's on every podcast platform as well. It's about 13 to 14 minutes of everything you need to know, nothing you don't about TPC Deer Run. I break down the golf course, some key stats, some trends. But one of the things I talked about, Pat, is this is the time of year where some of these guys that are in this field that are FedEx 125 bubble boys start to look ahead at the schedule. Maybe they're not playing in the Open Championship. Now, there are some alternate events next week uh, during the Scottish and the week of the Open Championship where you can still earn FedEx Cup points. But I think there's only like four or five events left before you, you get to the, to the beginning of the playoffs. And, you know, if, if you probably, these guys don't want to play four or five events if they don't have to. So they're probably looking at the calendar going, all right, there's probably three tournaments that I have left, maybe four if I push it and I have to, to get my FedEx Cup points. And so some of these guys on the bubble, I think are going to have some extra motivation. And if you don't believe me, just go back and read some player quotes from past John Deere's, from past Rocket Mortgages or whatever the events are closest to the, to the playoffs. Dylan Fratelli mentioned it in 2019. He said he was thinking about it, said it was something on his mind. He came out and won. So I do think that's a thing. Um, nobody up here in this range I think is really in trouble of that, but as we start working down, I think that's going to be a thing. I do like CH3. I agree with you on that one. He seems like he's playing really well, um, and it, at least I feel like the floor is better for him. Cbez is interesting, but I, don't, I still don't know that I'm going to pay up for Cbez at, at the 9100 price. I, I think if I were going to, to build a contrarian lineup and, and roster one of these guys or two of these guys, it would probably be Charles Howell and Adam Hadwin at 10-4. I think a lot of people are going to levit, you know, gravitate towards Sahith, and I get it. Um, but I think Adam Adam Hadwin gives me a higher floor and is less likely to 
really tank lineups, uh, you know, on Friday afternoon than Sahith may be. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I agree. I think my guy that I had really written down, if I was going to take a guy over 10K, uh, was going to be Hadwin. I mean, he's been playing well lately. Um, obviously a very solid golfer, makes a ton of cuts. But, um, you know, the one that I was wondering about for you up here is Maverick McNeely. I don't even know why Maverick McNeely's up here. Like, I, I really don't even understand. Like, he's not even playing that well recently. Yeah. Um, so you can't give him any of that. Um, he, I guess, I mean, his course history isn't fantastic. Like, I think he that's the strangest addition up here. His stats do show up well here. Well, Other than that, that's about all I got for him. Before I tell you why I think that is, I got to thank our friends at Front9, front9coffee.com. It is coffee for golfers. Started right here in our own hometown of Augusta, Georgia. Based in Augusta, Georgia, good small business to support if you love coffee and you love golf. Uh, and we appreciate them supporting the Tour Junkies podcast for, uh, for the long haul. And they're going to be at the live golf event as well. Uh, you can go to front9coffee.com. That's front, the number nine, coffee.com. Put in promo code TJ10 and get 10% off any order. Uh, and you can use that code over and over again for orders. They'll ship anywhere in the U.S. and Canada within a couple of days of ordering. And the best part is the coffee is fresh and delicious. It's not even roasted yet. They roast it after you order. And you can mm. pick your grind. You can pick if you want whole bean or not. They have so many great flavors. Uh, and in fact, they're about to hit. They're about to come out with two new great flavors, one by Pat and one by me. Yes. More about that in the coming weeks. Maybe we'll drop that for like the Open Championship or something. Um, but check out front9coffee.com, promo, t- promo code TJ10. Uh, Pat, I think the reason Mav McNeely is up here is just it, it's, long-term, it's long-term form being factored in, I guess, with, with DraftKings or whatever they use to, to set these prices. And it's, it's name value, I guess. I mean, McNeely's definitely had a great year you, you cannot you cannot overlook well he's had a he's had a good year it's yeah. hard it's hard to really overlook how good he's played he's been very consistent only recently have we seen a couple missed cuts in a row I mean the guy hasn't missed a cut in 2022 except for the last two events Th- those are his first two cuts he hasn't missed a cut on the those are the only two cuts he's missed sorry he's missed three cuts the entire PGA Tour season so starting back in September through now, he's missed three cuts. So, like, he's been very solid, and in a field like this, you know, I, I, think, he's, I think he's probably fine to be up here. It's probably where you would price him. Um, but something is not right. Like, he wasn't quite right before the U.S. Open qualifier. He missed the U.S. Open qualifier badly, um, and we all bailed. And good thing we bailed so far. I don't know what's going on necessarily, but the irons aren't as good. I do know that, um, and uh, I'm, I'm concerned as well. Um, that's probably all I have. I mean, if I were going to play a cash lineup here, I'm not, I'm not starting a cash lineup anywhere near, I'm starting a cash lineup in the eight K's and I'm rolling with it. The AK is where really where it's at to me. Um, so I think that's it. We good on the 10 K. Yeah. That's all I have. Yeah. All right. Now golf addicts, it's time to get to the eight K range for the John Deere classic 2022. It is a stacked range. If you ask me a stacked, and I say that, I say that with quotations. Stacked range. Stacked is very loose. Very loose <laughs> term here in the 8K range, starting with our boy Scott Stallings, Patrick Rogers, Nick Hardy, Adam Long. <sighs> Can you just Brendan say the Todd. next name? Thank you. Brendan Todd. Cameron Davis, Lucas Glover, Lonto Griffin, CT Pan, Cam Champ, and our buddy JT Postman Poston. Star-studded when you get CT Pan in there in the 8K range. God dang it, dude. Brendan Todd. Oh. Mm. 
Are you going to be tempted to go back to Brendan Todd again this week? I I thought about it. I've actually wrestled and toiled with it a lot today while I've been making TikTok. I really was glad I wasn't on the show with you when you went all in on Brendan Todd. Why? Because you would have done the same thing or you would have gone? Because I probably would have done the same thing and it would have been two of us. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. I ended up with none of them. I had none of them. No bets, no DK, nothing. I mean, I so think I was he, happy. him and Burns were probably like two of my highest owned guys last week. But that's, again, while I was, while I, while I, had, I had a free weekend in terms of DFS. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, Todd, Todd fits the profile for this freaking Absolutely. golf course. But he also doesn't, he's not played here very well for a guy who does fit the, the profile. I mean, aside from an 18th place finish in 2019, it's been very bad uh, for Brendan Todd. So I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not super tempted right now because I like a lot of other names here in this range. I think the chalk in this range is probably going to be JT Poston at 8,000 because he's a yeah. guy that a lot of people like, not just us, but he's a guy a lot of people like. He's a PGA Tour winner. And, and he, he just, if you look back at his PGA Tour career, he, he's got plenty of missed cuts, as we know, right? He's, he's been on a little, he's, he's missed a lot of cuts this year. But then when he makes cuts, his upside is quite nice. Uh, we saw it, obviously, this past week at the Travelers. We saw it at the Wells Fargo. We saw it at the RBC Heritage. Those are three courses that really suit JT Poston. TPC Potomac at Avenel Farm, Harbortown, uh, TPC River Highlands. Like When he gets to courses that suit him, like the Wyndham where he won, um, you know, it, it, tends to, it tends to not matter if, he was, if his form before that was like all that terrible. So I think a lot of people are going to play JT at 8K. I mean, I, I think you could make the argument that, that JT belongs in the 9K range, you know, with this field. I think so you could. It feels yeah. like a really good value. Now, I do think that that's chalk that I may, I may go ahead and, and, you know, munch down on a little bit and go ahead and take it, which you can totally do. Um, but I think Poston's going to be popular, and I think Patrick Rogers is going to be popular. I think those are the two popular plays in this range, and I like both of them. I mean, Rogers gives you a great combination of distance that he can utilize on this golf course, and he's a tremendous putter. One of my favorite things to look at this week, uh, and I talked about it on the uh, course breakdown video, is the rolling report on Fantasy National just looking at putting. This tends to turn into a putting contest because the greens and regulation number percentages here are like, I think it's like the fifth highest or sixth highest on the PJ Tour since 2015 on average. So there's going to be guys hitting a ton of greens, okay? Then it's going to boil down to who's making putts. And when you, look at, when you look at the rolling report on Fantasy National, it shows you long-term and short-term and the trend. And Patrick Rogers is a guy that just has always putted it very, very well. He's putting it very, very well right now. Um, and he's just solid. And, so, and that's another reason Bernie Todd's attractive. It's because of the flat stick. So I think those two are going to be popular. I think I'd roll with either one of them in, in, in a cash lineup or maybe both in cash lineups. I'm trying to decide, though, with all these popular names in here, because Nick Hardy's a hot name right now, I'm trying to decide like where the ownership will, will miss out, or, or is it, you think it's just going to kind of be spread out in here? I think it's going to be a little spread out in here. I, I think if, if there's somebody who's going to be probably pretty low-owned, it's going to be Cam Champ at the bottom there at 8,000. Oh, yeah. I, sure. I think he's going to be super low-owned. And I'll um, avoid him. I will stay away from yeah, him. Yeah, he he's missed, like, how many cuts in a row has he missed? I, I don't know. Yeah, and this is um, not a course for him. Like, yeah. So why is he even I playing think, here, honestly? Yeah, I think he'll get avoided a little bit. Um, 
I could see Lonto getting avoided some, Ooh, but like he's going to check a lot of boxes, and I would love to get a low end Lonto. Oh, you, oh, oh! So you're you're all of a sudden a Lonto guy. I'm huh? back on a Lonto. I'm back on because you you typically it's a John Deere classic. I mean, I can't like I, I got to keep an open mind, DB. I love that, that's what you got to do this week. You got to keep a little bit of an open mind. I if love you it. if you've hated somebody forever, maybe this is the week to take them. Um, I like Stallings up top. I mean, Stallings has been playing well in kind of like weaker field type events. Um, he played well last week. So I, I think the price is maybe a little high. Yeah. But I do like, I like Stallings and he checks a lot of boxes, especially ball striking and approach. He's number two in the field in approach, um, seventh in ball striking. He's top 10 in opportunities gained. We know this is going to be a birdie fest this yeah. week. So I like him. I mean, they're literally uh, almost everybody in this range. This is why this is kind of a hot range. I mean, even Nick Hardy and Adam Long. I, I was going to say, I can't believe you haven't said Adam Long yet. Yeah, I've been on Adam Long for a while now. I mean, I mean I th- yeah, speaking of good putters, I mean, Adam Long, both of those guys, really. Nick Hardy's a really good putter. Who was it? Um, somebody we know, one of the caddies we know, I don't remember who it was, last week or the week before. Maybe it was at the U.S. Open or the RBC. It was one of those, played in Nick Hardy's group, and I, and he was like, Dude, all I know is that kid can freaking roll the rock. He is a tremendous putter. Uh, and that showed out on the Corn Ferry Tour as well. I went back and uh, looked at his Corn Ferry Tour numbers. Uh, very good putter as well over there. Like, So, you know, I, I think in this 8K range, there's enough good names here. You're certainly welcome to eat a couple of chalkier names, depending on the rest of your lineup. Because, I, I you know, and, and who even knows? Like, there's probably not even going to be a lot of chalk this week, right? There's, there's not going to be a whole lot of 20%. 20 plus percent guys there's not anybody in this field who's like that much better than everybody else or anybody in this field that's like just a tremendous value that you can't overlook like we had sung jay at the at the u.s open at like 7400 or whatever it was like everyone wanted to play because it, it just felt like such a value but it, it might be jt posting at 8k but it's still jt posting like I don't, I don't think i just feel like it might it may lead to ownership being very spread out um throughout the whole throughout the whole slate so you may just be able to kind of play who you want but i think i almost think that you don't even when you're like kind of strategizing your lineup you you just put together your six guys that you really like and just see how the ownership falls out like don't try to pay too much attention to ownership projections all that kind of stuff just go with your six guys and just see what happens because i do think it's good like you said i think it's gonna be a little more spread out than normal i just don't see with you know, this type of field where anybody's just going to like take all the ownership, you know, that, that, you know, and, and even if, even if you do have a chalky guy, you're going to have in this, in this field, you're going to have two or three other guys, or at least two other guys who are not chalky at all and have, and give you some leverage. It's going to happen. So give me two guys right now in the 8k range, your two favorite plays. You got to pick two. You can't play the rest of them. You're only going to play these two. Okay. My two favorite here are going to be. I'd say Adam Long and I was and JT Post. Those are my two guys. Long is tempting too. I, I I think I think it's um yeah. I was looking at Long. I I think it might be for for tournament play. I, I could see either playing Poston or Rogers. Either one based on the rest of my lineup. Pick one and then probably go Lonto. But I also yeah. like Adam Long a lot too. The tough range. Listen, speaking of making lineup, 
You got you to gotta make sure you stick around for the 6K because we're doing something wild and different. That's right. It's the John Deere. Why not try something weird? You know what I mean? If you we're can't... two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> two crazy guys. <laughs> if you can't get weird in the John Deere Classic, then when can you get weird? But when we get to the 6K range, we're not even going to do it like we've been doing it, like this. We're just going to have, we're going to, you know, you just got to stick around and wait, okay? So get, get, just make sure you get to the 6K range. All right, I think that buttons up the 8K range for the John Deere. Now, the 7K range at the John Deere Classic. The 7K so range at the John Deere you, Classic. Well, I mean, it's introduced the 7K range. It's just such a just a just a vomit of very basic ass golfers. Just look at all those names. Look at all the names. <laughs> we got all the names on the screen. Uh, love the 7K range, though. You know, gotta love it. You gotta love it. You, you know, it's a uh, way it's, to go, producer Sam. Putting this producer together. Sam. Now, and can I think we find you got all the prices right and everything? And can we find a misspelling anywhere? Let's see if we can find. Let's see if we can find a misspelling. If you get Svensson right, that's usually that means you're on a roll. I think they all and you get two T's. No way. I, I proofread today. Two T's. No way. <laughs> no way. Two T's and two L's in Fratelli's name. That's that's another one that could trip a lot of people up. Anyway, no, this this looks good, Sam. This is this is nice work. I mean, is there anybody when you stare at this big list of names, Pat? Who's the one name that you look at and go, okay, that one feels like a little bit of a value to me. I kind of like like that guy should be priced up a little more than he is right now. I think looking through here, the the first name that I see that I feel like has uh i would say god they all scare me um i like hank leviota a lot this week he's at 7300 i think that so if i'm looking at like guys in the lower so here's the game here's the game we play so tell me going up seven from 7300 tell me the first name you get to that you would you would have priced ahead of of Hank Leviota. So I'm assuming you would price him above Chris Goddard, Taylor Pendritz coming off a I think a hip injury or something. Yeah, Tyler, Tyler Duncan, Duncan. Patton Kazire. Start, start. Tell me who the first name is that you're going. Okay, I'm probably putting him right here. It'd probably be I'd see. I'd put Hubbard behind him. Okay. I'd put Kazire behind him. Okay. I'd put Stricker behind him. Lipsky. Probably right there at Nick Taylor, 7,500. Okay. I like it. I like it. I think my the one that jumps out to me, and it's a little easier because he's the men price in this range, it's Austin Smotherman at 7K. I, now, S- Small Daddy missed the cut last week, had a rough day two, but um, but I like where he's at in general. And before before that, I mean, he was he's making a lot of cuts. The kid's making a lot of cuts. He's a, definitely a good ball striker. Uh, and, and I think if you look at the names, if, like if you look at what he's done, obviously prior to the Travelers, um, you know, just he's just been making cuts and consistent. Top 25 at the Wells Fargo, a, a golf course you could possibly say is similar to here. 25th place finish at the AT&T, Byron Nelson. 25th at the Valspar. Um, you know, I think when you look at that, you could easily put him over, I think, guys like Charlie Hoffman, uh, Sam Ryder. Scott Piercy, Ryan Moore. You know, Ryan Moore's up here with all yeah, that course I kind of like Sam Ryder. Do you? You you like you like the joggers, huh? Yeah. Um anyway, I, I think I think some other men's a value here, but let's talk the rest of the field. Like I think if there's any chalk to come out of here, here's the name I'm gonna give you. If there's any chalk. I don't think there's gonna be. But maybe the chalkiest name that could possibly come out of the seven K range 
because he's playing so well and he's played so consistently lately. In fact, uh, we talked, I talked about him uh, with Pat Mayo last week. It's John Huh. Um, John Huh's playing really well. And I think our boy Pat Mayo is probably going to talk him up again this week. And that's going to swing some ownership his direction. But 13th at the Travelers, 25th at the RBC Canadian, 12th at Charles Schwab. And then even here, he's got a, a, you know, a decent finish in 2018 with a seventh-place finish. John Huh's uh, John really hitting his ball quite nicely right now. Tita Green, he's, he's probably as good statistically as anyone in this field in the, in the recent short-term, you know, last you know, 12 to 24 rounds. He's really doing it. So I think Huh could be the only spot where we really find some chalk, but I don't, I don't even know that that's likely. Um, I think, think Adam Schink has some, has some, uh, some chalk to him. I don't, I don't I think mean, he's he had will. two top tens here in a row, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I like him. I, I don't know that he's going to, I don't know. Like people are going to see the miscut, a uh, little bit of back and forth from Adam Schink. I don't know. Maybe. I could see. I, I guess I could see that digging into it a little more. Uh, I, maybe Svensson gets a little chalky too. People like to play Adam Svensson. Yeah, I like Svensson though. I think I'm going to get suckered into playing him again in this range. Well, let me tell you one of my favorite plays in the mid K in the mid seven K range is uh, is Party Marty Laird. Yeah, uh, I like Martin Laird here. Last two times out here, thirty seventh and a twenty eighth at the John Deere, thirteenth last week. You know, the, Martin Laird is a is a short knocking you know, put it in the fairway, hit greens and red kind of guy. I like, I like it for, for Martin Laird. Um, he's also 124th in that FedEx cup bubble that we were talking about. So he's kind of a bubble boy. He needs to get some rack up some points here. Um, who else you like in here? Svenson's a hundredth by the way. Yeah, I like Svenson. Um, I, I like, I like Nick Taylor. I mentioned him earlier. Um, you know, it's 7,500. You know, he did miss the cut at the U.S. Open. T twenty eight at the RBC Canadian, T forty eight at the Charles Schwab. Um, you know, has a has a pretty uh, decent history here. The last three years, finished in the top thirty five. Um, so I think Nick Taylor is um, is a pretty good play in here as well. Um, I do like Shink. I do like Svensson. Um, golly, I like I, I like. Um... Do we like? I think I like Hubbard. I think I want to like Hubbard. Yeah, I mean, great putter. Didn't I mean, he finish pretty strong last week too? Um, where did he finish? T forty six. Yeah, he had a good Saturday round, but then I think he didn't play so well on Sunday. Uh, gotcha. Um, but he's he's one that you. So you talked about sort of the narrative of guys looking at their FedEx Cup and whatever their standings and trying to you know not you know, to, to at least secure cards. I mean, he is battling to secure a card for next year. Yeah, he's so, 130th right now. Yeah, so he's so outside. He's, he's one that really needs to play well this week. So I like that from that standpoint. And this is a good course fit, I believe, for Hubbard too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a, you know, a place where you don't have to hit it a mile and it's, it typically turns into a putting contest. So, I mean, that, that, that should shape up well for, for Mark Hubbard. Um, a couple of guys, like a guy that I would avoid would be right there below him, Tyler Duncan. And I know Duncan had a decent finish at the Charles Schwab. I was looking at Duncan, like, thinking, like, maybe I kind of want Tyler Duncan, like, hit the, in the fairway to, you know. But I was looking at it, like, that dude won the RSM in November of 2019. And since then, he's not had one top 10. 
Not a single top ten. I don't think Tyler Duncan. Do you know how many golf tournaments he's played in since he won that event and got his exemption, and he's not had one top ten? Yeah, I can't do Tyler. I've tried Tyler Duncan. I've tried. Yeah, I've never actually tried him. No, I've tried him. You've done a line uh, of Tyler Duncan. Yeah, and he didn't. uh, He didn't feel good. You know, he didn't. He didn't make me feel good like I was expecting. You know, didn't make you feel good in your body. Yeah, I thought I was gonna. I I was gonna get some good feelings, and that didn't happen. So. Mm. Mm. Um, who else? Anybody else? Do we miss anybody in here? I mean, I think I Sam's in here in the chat trying to like throw names at us. Like, I hear so and so is being talked about. You know, I mean, you know, this is our show, Sam. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> um, okay, that's. Uh, I think that's probably putting a bow on the seven K range. Like I said, I, I we both aren't really sure that you're going to get a whole lot of. Uh, a whole lot of popular names popping here. So you, I, I do think in the 7K range, you can certainly kind of play who you want. I do feel like John Hook could be the guy that gets talked up because Pat Mayo likes him. He's playing well. And he's got a good record here. Uh, I, I will say this. I got one more name for you, Pat. I, I think I might roll out some Steve Stricker. Old Steve huh? Stricker with the course. Why would you not? I mean, it's, he's, he's the hometown guy. With the course record here. and Well, he's not a hometown guy. I think he's a Wisconsin guy. But he's he's got. He is, but he's. Doesn't he have some connection here? Well, I mean, he's just incredible. Just won a lot place. here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's playing really well, too, on the senior tour. I think he just won uh, a major this year. He's, he's uh, I think he just finished top five in another one. Like, the guy's, the guy's got a, you know, he's playing, playing really hot right now. But, I mean, as John Deere finishes, uh, let's see, 20, he, 2017, finished fifth. That's pretty good. That's his last, that's his last, uh, Good finish here, but he's he's never missed a cut, as far as I can tell. Never missed a cut here. So I think Stricker's is in play at, at what is he, 7,400, 7,500? I think that's one, one other name that could get you, you know, get you a made cut. All right, that wraps up the 7K range. I'm excited, Pat. Very excited. We're talking. I am too. Talking 6K range, talking DraftKings, John Deere Classic, and we're going to do it. We're going to do it different. We're going to do it weird right now yeah. if you can't get weird at john deere that you can't get weird anywhere okay because this no. field is this field is dog ass ugly uh here's what we're gonna do me and pat are going to go snake draft style and we're gonna we're gonna do a head-to-head on DraftKings. DraftKings. so it's gonna be your standard dfs DraftKings. except here's the rules we can only roster 6k players only 6k players on each team and, and we can't roster the same guy. So we're going to do a snake draft. And Pat, you know, if we feel like we need to justify a pick some way or, you know, tell us why you arrived to that player quickly, then we can certainly do that. Uh, if not, you know, if, if there's something you miss, when we're done with the lineups, we can recap kind of our, our general thoughts on how the draft went, what direction we chose to go, so on and so forth. Um, but this will kind of, you know, let everybody see it a little different. If we had, you know, if we had to pick six guys, you know, we're starting to work through the board here. This will be more names than we probably would plan on naming in the 6K range, but you'll probably get to know our favorite ones up top, right? And if we steal one from the other person, you know, we'll, we'll be mad. You'll get to see that. What are the stakes? What should the stakes be, Pat? What are we doing? Now, I've challenged you to a head-to-head on DraftKings. Well, there's a little money on the quick, line. It's only know, $20. Just but... a quick 20 bucks. $20 head-to-head, but anything else? Um, Producer Sam, what do you think? Or maybe... Do we spin the wheel for the stakes? He says we can spin. 
All right, here we go. I, I guess we I okay. guess we bring on producer Sam and we spin the wheel. This makes me nervous. Pat already owes. Uh, Pat already owes two bets. He owes a two magic bets. trick and Denny's shrimp, but they don't have shrimp, so we got to figure out something else. All right, here we go. Whatever it lands on. Thank you, producer Sam. Please not Rocky Mountain Oysters. Please not Rocky Mountain Oysters. Edward Forty Hands. All right, I like that. All right, so loser tapes the 40. Thank you, producer Sam. Loser tapes the 40 and has okay. to uh, start the show and, and finish it before he can take it off. That should be interesting. Um, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about this. Before uh, we get into... What the, what the... What the... What the... Okay. Before we get into this, I do have to thank our friends at Sunday. You know, Pat's been using Sunday Lawn Care for like probably over a year now. Yeah. And it's really just if you're kind of, you know, if you don't really want to pay a chemical man, if you don't, maybe you don't know a chemical man who has chemicals that your, your grass likes to munch on and make it grow and get green or kill weeds. If you don't have that guy in your life, that's where you get Sunday anyway. And, and it's probably better and it's cheaper because they're going to do all kinds of stuff. You don't have to be, you don't have to be worried about all the chemicals that it might kill your cat or your dog or your guinea Gerbils. pig or whatever. Maybe your gerbil. Ru shout out Rudy. Um, but you know, spring's here, summer's here, actually, you know, you're worried about some of your grass. It needs to be healthy and Sunday can help. Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Their custom plans include fertilizer and everything you need to easily care for your lawn. Uh, and you can feel good about your pets and your kids being around. All you gotta do is go to Sunday.com, put in your address and their lawn analysis tool, satellite imagery and science they just get in there and they just get in there and they just they tell you what you need they tell they know what your grass needs man from all the way up there you know how, how do they from know the what you don't know but they know then they use soil and climate data and create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it just attach the ready to use pouch to your garden hose and spray it takes less than 15 minutes so all you gotta do is screw that bad boy on your garden hose and spray out you know spray out on your yard and then the best of all, it really works. And Pat knows it works. He really does. I just used it this past weekend. I literally just, just sprayed my yard with some. You sprayed out this weekend, huh? Yeah, I did. Sweet. Uh, and Sunday's yeah. offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at $129. And you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash junkies. Okay? That's important. GetSunday.com slash junkies. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash junkies. Let them know we sent you. Thank you to Sunday Lawn Care. They've been supporting the show for a while. Good folks over there. All right, Pat, let's do this. 6K range. We don't, I don't think we have any. Uh, look at this. Sam's got the whole range up here so people can follow along on YouTube. Uh, let, me, let me go Goodness. my line up here. All right, oh, how do we determine who gets to pick first? Um... And we got it. So we have Sam. to stay under 39K. Flip a coin. No, let's just stay in the, anybody in the 6K range. Anybody. Okay. I thought we had a, okay. Well, damn. I had no, all this. Sam, shit. pick a number, pick a number, and we'll do a number between whatever. Okay. I picked. What, okay. What's the between? What's the, yeah. Between, it's between one and 15. Okay. Uh, eight. 11. Pat's closer. Okay, Pat yes, goes first. Yes. All right. Yes. We don't have a timer on this yet, but maybe we we might need to. But go ahead. Okay, I am going to start the first overall pick. The first overall pick. I am going to go with Hayden Buckley, sixty nine hundred. 
I thought you might do that. Uh, I am going to go. I, I was actually debating between Hayden and this guy as my first overall pick, but I am you. You made the decision easy for me, so I'm going Lee Hodges at 6,900. I, I like. I like. Yeah, I do too. I went back and I looked at Hodges' uh, performance back in in his Corn Ferry Tour days. Great all around driver of the ball. Good short game. Uh, he's he's shown that. So far on this PJ Tour season, he's got potential to to really pop and have some high finishes. T25 last week at the Travelers. Um, we we saw him contend at the Honda, finished ninth, third at the Amex. That was the putter the putter contest that John Rom called out. So I think Lee Hodges is uh, is just as I'm very happy with Lee Hodges. Yeah, well, you know, with Hayden Buckley for me also, you know, just look at you know showed some form with the top 15 finish. At the U.S. Open, T43 last week. Um, you know he's he's a good ball striker. He's very accurate off the tee. Um, you know I, th- I think that, and he also hits it a decently long way. Not that you have to be that long on this course, but still, I, I think with uh, with Hayden Buckley, he's just coming in a little hot. So so I like him here. All right, your pick. Okay, um, my next play. I'm going to go with. I'm going to go down a little bit. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Paul Barjon at 6,500. Okay. Paul Barjon. Another guy, you look at his ball striking, top 10 in this field in ball striking. Number one, strokes gained off the tee. Top 26, or he's 26 in opportunities gained. Fantasy national stat that gives us a a look at, at these guys giving themselves birdie chances. He's also 51st in the field putting on bent grass greens. Uh, we saw him have, you know, he kind of popped up on the leaderboard a little bit last week too. Um, and, you know, ended up the, you know, T53 was T46 of the RBC Canadian. So Paul, Paul Barjon, 6,500. Paul Barjon. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with a ball striking son of a gun. He is 162nd. That's not good in the FedEx Cup standings, but he has shown the ability to to have at least some top 25 finishes, top 30 finishes. In fact, he had a 28th place finish his first time out here at the John Deere last year, and it is Chase Seifert. Oh, damn it. Is that the first steal? Is that the first steal? Yeah, I was kind of waiting on him. He was going to be... He was going to be my my next play. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So we can't we can't like we have to take different guys, right? Like I can't say like yeah, Correct. okay, I'm going to take him. Correct. Too. We're going to take different guys. We're doing it. Yeah, we're doing okay. a snake draft style. Um, Seifert needs some points, man. He needs some FedEx Cup points. All right, your pick. All right, um, I'm going to go with then if you're going to take him, I'm going to go with Kelly Craft at 6700. Thought you might take another guy. I like Kelly Craft. Top fifteen at the RBC Canadian, T fifty six at the Travelers. Um, So I think, uh, and he has a good history here as well. He's made the cut the last four times he's played here. Craft sixty seven hundred. I cannot believe you have let this guy get to me after you've made three selections. Being that you are such the the course history buff that you are. Uh, this player has played in this event uh, eight times, at least as far as I can see on Fantasy National back in 2012. He's only missed the cut once, uh, and he's got some solid finishes. 
and uh, he's sixty eight hundred bucks, and it's Vaughn Taylor. Oh yeah, I uh, we'll take a little Vaughn Taylor. Taylor coming off. Uh, you know, the irons are clicking for Vaughn right now. Uh, in the last three events, four point three, three, and four point nine strokes gained approach. Those are the iron numbers. Now off the tee is concerning. Let me see if I'm looking on Fantasy National. Yeah, I mean, off the tee, the only reason he's losing strokes is because he can't hit it out of his damn shadow. But he is pounding fairways. The fairways gained are clicking. So I love that for Vaughn. I actually really think this is a great spot for Vaughn Taylor. Uh, if I were going to dip down in the 6K, he's one of my, he's one of my, my favorite guys. I, I don't, in terms of like high floor guy. I don't know that he's a tremendously high ceiling guy, but I think he's a good high floor guy. Okay. Um, man, this is this is tough. Yeah, this is tough. It's, get, it's getting weird. It's, yeah, it's getting a little bit weird here. Um, I'm gonna go up a little bit to Kramer Hickok at 6,800. I like Kramer. This is a tough scene for your team. My team is yeah. gonna dominate your team. I just feel like um, this can be a good week for Kramer. He's um, no. you know, he's he's played. You don't he's even know. Decent. <laughs> you don't even know. He's played, he's played decent. Uh, uh, I mean, I can't, I can't rag on you. He team. has made the cut three of the last five years here. I mean, uh, at three of his last five events. Um, all right, go ahead. You go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm debating on whether I grab one of my, one of my guys now or I possibly wait. You know, this is the thing we always run into here to draft, right? It's like, do do I reach? Do I reach on a guy? Is he still going to be there? Is he still going to be there if I if I uh, if I wait? Um, I think. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get him. I'm going to get one of my new favorite guys, and I, I hope he keeps his card. He's in trouble. I will I will say that he is a hundred and uh, he's a hundred and seventy second in the FedEx Cup ranking, but. I'm, I believe he's gonna he's he's got a push here, and that's Callum Terran. I, I just I, I feel like the kid at sixty eight hundred bucks hits it a mile. You know he can use his length a little bit here. He might have to club down in some spots, make sure he hits the fairway. But uh, you know, not a terrible showing at the Travelers. Just didn't really hit it off the tee as well as he needed to. But I, I think the kid's got upside. I think he brings upside to my roster. So I, okay. I went I went for that. That's what I. And I'm just kind of a, I'm a kind of a sucker for Taryn. All right. Um, so you have two more mean, picks, right? And I yeah, have, I have two more. All right. This is tough. It's getting slim picking. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Austin Cook at 6,500. Okay. I I like Austin down here. Um, he he's a guy that um, you know, top 15 at the RBC Canadian made the cut last week. Um, you know, he's a guy that's won on tour before, so we, we know at least he has some winning upside. Um, so I like, I like cook here at 6,500. I'll, I'll go with him. Okay. I am going to drop down to, well, no, I'm actually, I guess I'm going to stay at 68. Um, a guy who finished 25th at the travelers just last week, a guy who has a top 10 at the John Deere in 2019. And it's Bill Haas. I'm going with I'm going with Bill Haas, the real Bill Haas. Just a oh. cut making, you know, T forty eight, T fifty six, son of a gun, Bill Haas. But coming off a of T twenty five, which I think would tie, yeah, that ties for his best 
finish of this season. Yes, he had a T25 at the Honda and a T25 last week. Hey, that's that's good. We're getting there. We're getting there for Bill. So I'm gonna go Bill Hahn. Okay. You have one pick. We I, we each have one pick left. I'm very excited about this pick oh. because if if this pick is I, on my team, I know where you're going, and I get to win money. Can I say it? And you get to lose a bet. This is the guy that I want it? on my team. Yes, you can say it's it. Jonas Blix. Jonas Blix. Jonas yeah. Blix. Sixty-four hundred. Yes. Look, I'm telling you, Blix is playing well lately. Okay. I mean, he he's is playing. Did he's you, playing well. I actually had him. I actually had a little note by his name. Um, did you see what he did last week? Let me let me let me pull it up. This fool lost ten shots on approach. <laughs> ten. That is so hard to do as a professional golfer. He still finished T56. He has 212 logged tournaments in Fantasy National, and that is the second worst strokes gained approach week of his career. Yet, he gained 8.7 putting, which is good for the fourth best of his career. He's actually a pretty good putter and he puts well on bent grass greens i know i listen i actually had a little note by his name thinking okay do i do this you know do do i do this and i think it's not a terrible pick for you yeah obviously me and jonas have a lot of history but i don't think it's a terrible pick for you yeah so there you go. That is that's the pick. That's the last one for me. And Sam, what keeps reminding me? Yes, I did kill him off in the Golden Golbies. I, I, I we said R.I.P. to him. Well, he came back to life. Okay. <sighs> um, I mean, did you see what he did? The U.S. Open qualifier. He yeah, like blew the field away. Yeah, he boat raced everybody. He's completely, you know. Oh God. Um. Okay. Word on the street is now. This is this is. You know, this is going way on down there. Okay. Uh, word on the street is this guy's gaming a new putter. Uh, showed up, showed up early to Silvis, Illinois, to get in some work because that's how much this means to him. Now, if you show up early to Silvis, Illinois, for the John Deere, you're ready to you ready to cook, Daddy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You're ready to cook. And I'm gonna go with our boy Max McGreevy. At sixty three hundred to round out my team, uh, I, I I'm believing in Max. I mean, if if we all, I mean, I don't know if it was some at some point. I don't know what tournament, but at some point he had like a didn't he have like a he was like up there. Yeah, he was runner up at the Puerto Rico, which this feels probably worse than the Puerto Rico. It's not the same kind of course, but it's probably worse than the Puerto Rico Open. Um, so I'm going with Max McGreevy. There you go. There's the teams. Uh, my team is Lee Hodges, Chase Seifert, Vaughn Taylor, Callum Taron, Bill Haas, and Max McGreevy. I've submitted that, and that will be our head-to-head team. We cannot change it, Pat. You can't change it. No, I've, I've already submitted mine. What's your team? My team is Hayden Buckley, Paul Barjon, Kelly Kraft, Kramer Hickok, Austin Cook, and the one and only Jonas Blixt. All right, and the the loser does Edward Forty Hand. Yeah, 
Well, you can use use your twenty dollars in winnings to buy. Well, actually, use no. two dot two dollars of your twenty dollars. Well, winnings. if you won, you don't have to do the Edward Scissors hand. Edward Forty hand. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I had realized this. I have to buy an actual forty. I understand. Yeah, you didn't do the forty last time. Get the like. I get it. I got it. I got it. Understood. All right. That's got to go to the right gas station. Okay. Yes, I got to go to the right. I got to. Yeah. Um. All right, that's the 6K range. That's the show for us tonight, the John Deere Classic 2022. Uh, listen, it's, it's weird, okay? We'll be back next week for the Scottish Open. That field's going to be awesome. It, they're also playing it in a town called North Berwick where me and Pat just visited just a week or so ago. We were mm. just there. It was an amazing place, spiritual experience. I feel like we have all the vibes for the Scottish Open. And then the next week's the Open Championship, and me and Pat played the old course a week ago. And, yeah. uh, and played it with bleachers up and everything. It was fantastic. I'm excited to break that down. We have a whole fresh perspective on uh, Lynx golf after playing that. Hopefully, we're going to have one of our caddies on from the old course to talk, that, talk about that. So you don't want to miss it, all right? Keep tuning in. Keep watching. Keep listening. We appreciate all of you. May your screens be green for the John Deere Classic 2022. See ya!